feisty, fearless, and fair. She's an Emmy-winning journalist from the White House to war zones, telling all sides of the story. This is the Rita Cosby Show. Lovely Rita, meet a maid, nothing can come between us. When it gets dark, I tow your heart away. Breaking news. And tonight on the Rita Cosby Show with big breaking news coming out of Israel where they are getting an ultimatum of sorts from the President of the United States. The message is clear. There will be limits to the attacks on Hamas and limits to the strikes in the Gaza Strip and elsewhere as Israel is trying to eradicate the terrorist group. Clearly, the U.S. and Israel do not seem to be on the same page privately, and now it is coming out publicly. How damaging is this? And also, how bad is this at this time where Israel is starting to flood out some of the tunnels, trying to go after Hamas leadership all over the world, And the message back from Netanyahu in the last few hours is, we're still going. Our plan is to decimate Hamas, and that's when we will be done. Israel, of course, has always had a history of going full force and going strong against its enemies. And they have said that their plan is to eradicate Hamas and that they have to keep going because otherwise they're just going to keep coming back. And we've seen through history that that is indeed the case. And in fact, the Hamas leaders have said in the last few days that October 7th was just the beginning, that there will be more and more and more. And so now President Biden and others in the U.S. leadership have said that the Israeli campaign of overwhelming force essentially has to end soon. And the, quote, indiscriminate bombing as they are saying, has to end soon. So how damaging is this to Israel? And does Israel just need to say, sorry, President Biden, we are going to go it alone? There are also reports that Kamala Harris, the vice president, is also putting pressure on Joe Biden to even enforce the message even more. It's interesting because her husband is Jewish. You know, the first husband is Jewish. So it's an interesting, you know, or the second husband, I should say, because he's the husband of Kamala Harris, but the second husband. So this is an interesting dynamic. And boy, does this make things very delicate and dangerous for Israel. What are your thoughts, everybody? And does this just seem par for the course with President Biden? Because he is clearly taking a lot of political heat from people in the United States, a lot of young people in the United States, a lot of these protesters across the United States. And is this appropriate for the president of America to be going over and essentially publicly now rebuking Israel? Of course, when he went over, he said, Israel, we're steadfast with you. We're with you as you fight Hamas. And Israel says, that's exactly what we're doing. And now the president seems to be getting weak need. This is not a time for this president. He should be standing by Israel and he should say, how can we help you to eliminate Hamas all over the world? Well, one thing he could do is cut off the sanctions. He could keep those sanctions in place. He could enforce the sanctions that are going up 
against Iran and all the money that Iran has made right now from everything. You look at the oil sales. There haven't been sanctions. They've been making $2 billion a week. Iran is funding Hamas and Hezbollah and the Houthis and all these different groups. So this is getting more and more complicated. Where do you see this headed, guys? one 800 1-800-848-9222. And one of the headlines tonight, Israel testing the limits of what the U.S. will tolerate in this war. That's a very strong headline with the president saying he is seeing too much indiscriminate bombing. Is this because of politics? And how devastating is this? Because if Israel doesn't eliminate Hamas now, you know They are going to come back to Israel, and they're also going to be coming to the United States. They're already here in this country, especially with a wide open southern border. So the fact that Israel is trying to take the fight to Hamas right now, and they really want to hurry up and eliminate them, and the U.S. is saying, whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, This is, what, are we going to have a drip, drip, drip like we've sort of seen with helping Ukraine? It makes me wonder, what is President Biden saying behind the scenes? Is he saying, maybe we'll withhold some aid. Maybe we'll withhold doing this. Maybe I won't be pushing so hard for certain things. There's a lot of things that an American president can say privately and publicly. one 800 Let's go to Joe on line one. Uh, Joe, what do you think about this? This is pretty dangerous stuff. That he's getting weak need. Yep, you're here, Joe. Go ahead. I haven't been able to get on for weeks. Uh, Very busy. Had so much your love, the Polish princess. Oh, I'm so sorry, Joe. Yeah, Joe, stay focused if you could on this. What are your thoughts? I will. I'm going to hit you with four quick things. One, the politicians always stop we American and allied coalition NATO troops from finishing the job. Harry Truman stopped Patton from crushing uh, Russia, and uh, Harry Truman stopped MacArthur from ending, uh, winning the Korean War. Same thing with Vietnam. Viet- God bless, God bless the Israeli forces. They can rescue the Israeli citizen hostages, the American citizen hostages, the Italian citizen hostages. And I pray to Christ every day as His uh, birthday approaches that the blesses America, Italy, Israel, the free countries, and destroy Hamas. They are a cancer. And by the way, Rita, WPIX carried that story the Wednesday and Thursday after Thanksgiving. Pauseofwar.com. I would love it if you could come out to Ronkonkomo and do a broadcast or make an appearance. They help American veterans and their service animals. Well, by the way, now 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 that you were telling me, pause of war. Uh, that is a very, very cool thing. Do me a favor, Joe. Stay with us, and and you can give my um, you can give my call screener here the information on where it is, and also the charity too as well. So that would be great. We'll be happy to see whatever we can. I love how much you love our veterans, Joe, and I know that you're one. And God bless you too. You're just you're such a great guy. So I'm going to put you on hold right now and have you talk to him. Let's go to Robert. Uh, Robert. This is kind of scary stuff for Israel. I just want to stay focused on this because this is dangerous stuff. Uh, where is this oh, headed yeah. now that you got a weak need American president? Uh, yeah. Israel is not being helped enough by Biden. And 
Israel has more friends in Congress than Biden has. I could tell you that. I don't think he'll cut off. I don't think he can cut off funding. No, he can't, but he can certainly say, hey, listen, maybe I won't be pushing for it as hard. Or look what he said publicly with the whole thing with Ukraine, Robert. Obviously, there's a lot of people in Israel who are huge supporters of, uh, I mean, a lot of people in Congress who are huge supporters of Israel. There's no doubt about that. But he can certainly have an influence and he can say, look, and I can get out there and say, oh, yes. I mean, already I think he has done such unbelievable damage to Israel. This sort of back and forth. And this sort of, you know, dance, if you will, where if one hand he says, yes, you know, we're with you 100 percent. And then the next minute you hear him saying, well, you know, I'm not so sure, you know, this indiscriminate bombing. Uh, it is a it's a death sentence. And, and I think it's it's sort of death by a thousand cuts, because any form of weakness, especially when you're dealing with these horrible actors like Hamas and Hezbollah, you know, there cannot be any any weakness. Robert, thanks so much. Let me go to Mike. Hey, Mike, let's just stay focused if we could on the topic here. Um, Mike, what are your thoughts? This is really dangerous. Oh, it's, it's treading on dangerous uh, territory waters, Rita. You know, Israel, uh, they need to do what they have to do. They were attacked by those devils at Hamas. Wipe them off the face of the earth. We've been attacked 92 times by U.S. troops. And what's and what's the jellyfish? No spine doing Biden telling more lies. And, you know, uh, it's 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 unreal. And Biden's weakness sort of emboldens our adversaries. And he's, he's I'll leave you with this, Rita. You, uh, you always uh, jam it. Always great talking to you. OK, you know, uh, Henry Kissinger just died. You know what his line was? His line was legendary. Power is an aphrodisiac. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that no. no, that that is true, and you know, also fighting evil, there can't be a gray. You know what right. what I'm seeing here is is I'm seeing an American leader that sadly has had a pattern of gray. Look at the way he handled. Uh, let's you know Afghanistan. Well, this that, and then he pulls out, leaves everybody high and dry. You look at what's yeah, happening cool. with Ukraine, the minor incursion. All this great. And now Israel gets slaughtered on October 7th. And, yep. you know, and and he yes, he comes out and says we stand by Israel. But then a few minutes later, it's like, well, you know, we really wish that there wasn't, you know, uh, that this uh, wasn't right. happening. You can't have any wells when you're dealing with people. The minute there was a crack right. and, and he is he has cracked it left and right from day one. So I'm not surprised to hear this now. This is pathetic, though, Mike. And this to me is so right. dangerous, not just for Israel. This is dangerous for the world because if Hamas, if Hamas feels emboldened right now, which they sure will after what uh, President Biden has said tonight, uh, they're going to be like, great, we can, we can just kind of come back in a week or two and he's not going to do anything. That's what, that's exactly what he said. And that is shameful for an American president to say to one of our greatest allies, he has signaled you know, uh, it's fair game to go back to them almost. You're exactly right, Rita. Well said. And you know what? Um, he doesn't know what his response will be. And he's just uh, a jellyfish, no spine. And you have to attack. And who knows where this is going to lead to? You know, well after I'm gone, 
you know, the Middle East will be uh, uh, uprising almost forever, I think. And it's really, this is a worldwide serious, you know, problem, and it could explode and literally, you know, nuclear weapons, the whole scenario, it's, it's, it's craziness that we're going through. And we've always been, Reader, I'll say this, we've always been the big brother to Israel since World War II, and that will never waver. Okay, we should. But Israel, you got to do what needs to be done. You know, flood out the, you know, the tunnels and and just just, you know, cut their head off like the devil or a snake is. You want to get a snake, cut the head off and look what they did to the. Oh, please. It's 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 sickening. It's psychotic. It is. You're right. Uh, To me, there is no gray. Uh, It is good versus evil. It's civilization versus barbarians. And that's why we have to pray and support Israel every which way we can. But there, this is really bad news that this American president is now publicly criticizing Israel. I'm glad Netanyahu says, too bad, we're going for it. Uh, but boy, they have no choice. This is their survival, and they're going to count on Joe Biden and his waffling? Wow. 1-800-848-9222. We'll continue your calls, everybody, after the break. The Rita Cosby Show. Handling legal matters is stressful. So let the law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. provide you with the insightful counsel you deserve. The law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. has successfully handled thousands of cases for 25 plus years. They focus on elder law and estate planning, but are equipped to navigate you through all stages of family law and divorce to real estate law and probate. The law offices of Frank Bruno. Call 718-418-5000 or visit them at frankbrunolaw.com. That's frankbrunolaw.com. Frank Bruno. He's your numero uno. It's the Rita Cosby Show. Also, to the latest word that President Biden is criticizing Israel for, quote, indiscriminate bombing. Also, National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan is in the area right now in Israel, and he's pressing leaders there to shift from, quote, a reliance on airstrikes and ground assaults toward target military operations. In other words, just sort of specific pinpoint attacks, which will never get rid of Hamas, sadly. And that's because they're embedded with civilian populations on purpose. Many in the civilian populations also are supporting them, too. So that's a very impossible task to say, Okay, we just want you to go in and send in a few commandos each and every time. When Hamas now has tens of thousands of followers and active members that are still out there planning attacks on Israel and Jewish and American interests throughout the globe. And in fact, uh, we're going to talk after the break how Hamas was plotting to plan a terror attack on Jewish institutions in Europe. They foiled the attack. But that should just show how they are planning a variety of things against Jewish and American interests, and they're not going to stop. So we should give the ammunition and the support to Israel physically and verbally 
in terms of supplying them with the weaponry. They said they're going to do it. They want to do the fight themselves with their troops, but give them the weaponry, give them the funds, and give them the verbal backing on the world stage. For some reason, this president has a hard time doing that, and that is catastrophic, not just for Israel, but for the fight against terrorism for America as well. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Jacqueline, line two. Uh, Jacqueline, this is really bad news, not just for Israel, but I think for us and for all freedom-loving people in the world. You're absolutely correct, Rita. And I've said it before, and it bears repeating once again. It's no surprise to me because, again, you know my opinion. I feel that this is Obama's third term. He has always turned his back on Israel, and the retread administration of the current one is continuing to do the same thing. I don't know who this guy thinks he is. He thinks he's the president of Israel, the prime minister of Israel, the president of the world. He's lucky he's in that Oval Office right now. Uh, he, what Congress should do is turn the screws on him and say, you're not getting another penny for any of your little pet projects that you want to fund, like sending another $60 billion over to Ukraine. You stand behind Israel, or we're cutting off the total money supply for everything that you want to do. See what you get done the rest of your administration. Yeah, and you know what I felt also, by the way, Jacqueline, with all this funding stuff that's going on, they should be separate bills. It should be, here, let's pass one on Israel. Let's pass one if they want to debate. Have them stand on their own merits. Let's pass one on Ukraine. Here's what needs to be done there, or let's just discuss it. But Biden then claims, oh, we're trying to do border security. That is such a bunch of hogwash. I mean, I mean, his handling of our border has been the most dismal, catastrophic process I have ever seen. And the fact that he's left our border so wide open, that is so dangerous, Jacqueline, and that he wants to lump them together because he doesn't want to see a debate on Ukraine. He doesn't want to see a debate on any of his pet projects. Um, and I'm not saying Ukraine. I believe Ukraine needs to be supported and backed um, firmly. My father was Polish. So we, you know, I have a deep understanding of why it is so important. But I think each thing should stand on its merits, stand on its own. And he is lumping it together on purpose uh, and then pretending like he also is throwing in some border security, which is such a joke for his process that has brought literally almost 10 million people in his presidency have crossed the border illegally. Uh, and that is catastrophic for our security as we're talking about terrorists around the globe. We're going to continue your calls, everybody, after the break. I agree. It's like Obama Part 3. Rita Cosby is on. The Rita Cosby Show presents Back the Blue. And in tonight's Back the Blue segment, a powerful story coming from Chaska, Minnesota, where the secretary of the Chaska Lions Club, who's also a volunteer for this year's Heroes and Helpers event, said, well, she was telling the press it's calm now, but in about 10 minutes, it will be chaos. And indeed, chaos arrived 
Families then came and they took pictures with Santa between shopping carts while the volunteers cut wrapping paper, taped packages, and they had some bites of cake. Kids fawned over their treasures, adding bows on top as a finishing touch. And it all took place at the Chaska Super Target. Heroes and Helpers is a 10-year-old program held by Chaska Police to support families in need during the holiday season. Heroes and Helpers is Chaska's take on the Shop with a Cop program in which police officers shop with children for presents as well as household necessities and then wrap them up for Christmas. While Heroes and Helpers is explicitly about being able to provide presents for children on Christmas, a lot of household goods like pots, pans, and bed sheets make the list too. And the event was brought to Chaska by an officer there who's in community partnership. She's a specialist at the Chaska Police Department, and it's a way to directly support the people in that community. That police officer, Julie Janke of Chaska Police, said, quote, This is our backyard. The kids are in our schools. This is our community. This is an important part of that connection between the community and also law enforcement. What a beautiful way for them together to celebrate this holiday season and to give back in such a beautiful way. And what a great thing for our men and women in blue. A lot of them do these Heroes and Helpers and also Shop with a Cop programs across the country. I love them. I think they're great and obviously have an indelible effect on our young people about how great our men and women in law enforcement are every single day. Well, we're talking about the threats to the homeland and, of course, the threats around the globe with this new news that the Biden administration seems to be putting a lot of pressure on Israel to wind down the attacks on Hamas. Why would you do that when they are narrowing right now the grip and trying to eliminate Hamas leaders? In fact, Israel said, we're going to try to get you wherever you are around the globe, because guess what? They are all over the globe. And big news today just came out because Hamas was planning to carry out a terror attack on Jewish institutions in Europe. The attack was foiled. There were raids in Denmark, my mother's home country, so proud of Denmark there. Uh, and there were planning attacks on institutions throughout a number of different countries in Europe. German prosecutors also got involved, also the Dutch. This was expected to be quite an enormous, enormous attack. And the prime ministers and leaders of these different countries came out and said they were lucky that they got tipped off because this was definitely a major attack by Hamas. And listen to what intel expert Nathan Sales, he was with the Biden administration, rather the Trump administration, and this is what he had to say about this major plot that was revealed and thank goodness stopped before it happened. So this is a really big deal because it's so different from the way Hamas has traditionally operated. Typically, when you think of Hamas, you, you think of them trying to carry out terrorist attacks inside Israel. 
Now, they've got fundraising networks all over the world, including right here in the United States. But when it comes to the actual attacks, typically they haven't had the capability or the intent to carry those out in foreign countries. So if Europe is now in the radar screen for Hamas, that's really troubling. And the other thing, Martha, if Hamas has the capabilities to carry out attacks or plot attacks in Europe, what does that mean for the United States? You know, we need to take very seriously the possibility that Hamas's ambitions are truly global now and that they're going to start thinking about carrying out attacks against Israelis around the world or Jews against uh, against Jews around the world, too. And that heightened threat level now comes as President Biden is waffling and even making it, I should say, sadly, more clear that he doesn't seem to be supporting Israel at this time, saying that they're in charge of indiscriminate bombing. I wish he would be condemning Hamas as much as he is condemning Israel. He claims that he is supporting Israel, and yet he seems to be buckling under international pressure and does not seem to be helping them with intelligence in terms of going after Hamas. And he doesn't understand that, sadly, uh, listen, Hamas was elected in the Palestinian territories. There are a number of people there that support Hamas and continue to support Hamas. Not everybody. And that's why the good Palestinian people need to rise up against Hamas. There needs to be a schism. And this president could have created that, but he didn't. He started criti- you know, criticizing Israel, it seems like, day one. And this comes at a time where this threat level to our country is at an all-time high. So we've got an open border. We've got now, uh, if Biden ties the hand of Israel, Israel says they're going to keep going. But at some point, maybe they, they're clearly already feeling the pressure from America and elsewhere. But if it gets even more so, what if they end up getting stopped in their tracks? Uh, and then there's still tens of thousands of Hamas supporters around the world that feel even more emboldened because many of them still got away with it. Israel wasn't able to eradicate them because Biden didn't allow them to do so and other countries, too. This is really disastrous. So here is also not too long ago, the FBI director, Christopher Wray, was testifying on Capitol Hill and he was talking about how he has never seen a threat level to the United States like he is seeing now. He described it as these blinking lights all over the place, all different directions that so many areas right now are vulnerable because of the situation in the Middle East and elsewhere. So if you abandon ship midway or even just the beginning in many cases, you could say they've gotten some Hamas leaders, but if they abandon them this point in the game, they're leaving a hornet's nest behind. Listen to what this is Christopher Ray talking to Senator Lindsey Graham recently, talking about the threat level to our country that will only increase if we don't get rid of Hamas or at least let Israel get rid of Hamas. Let's put a fine point on where we're at today as America. How would you describe the threat matrix against America today from your point of view after having been at the FBI most of your adult life? So what I would say that is unique about the environment that we're in right now in my career is that while there may have been times over the years where individual threats could have been higher here or there than where they might be right now, I've never seen a time where all the threats or so many of the threats are all elevated 
all at exactly the same time. That's what makes this environment that we're in now so fraught and why funding our men and women who are working shoulder to shoulder with state and local law enforcement and other partners every day makes it even more important, not less. So blinking red lights analogy about 9-11, all the lights were blinking red before 9-11. Apparently, obviously, all of us missed it. Would you say that there's multiple blinking red lights out there? I see blinking lights everywhere I turn. I see blinking lights everywhere I turn. Also now, uh, one of the main spokespeople from Hamas is threatening violence against Americans everywhere, releasing a statement calling for acts against the USA and also the UK. So that is chilling as well. And also the U.S. terrorist watch list. You've got to be a pretty bad person to be on the U.S. terrorist watch list. It has grown significantly, especially in the last year to now where there are 2 million people that are listed in this database. It's a record sort of government documents, interviews uh, with community leaders. They sort of put this big database together of individuals that are suspicious and that are of concern. And at one point, not too long ago, I mean, a number of years ago, it was definitely less than half of that. And now here we are at the end of 2023, and the terrorist screening database contains the names 2 million people that the government considers known or suspected terrorists, including thousands of Americans. It doesn't necessarily mean they're a terrorist, but that they have terrorist inclinations, uh, ties, uh, maybe there's a history, but that is an enormous, enormous number And again, we have that wide open southern border, which is really an enormous concern. And it comes as the FBI, DHS, and so many others, the National Counterterrorism Center, all of them have been saying that they are very worried with the holiday season of a lone actor or a group, organized group like a Hamas, targeting public gatherings with the holiday season, people getting together together. Uh, that the risk has never been greater, as you just heard from the director of FBI. And now we are having a president who is buckling against our greatest ally in the Middle East, Israel, at a time of their most dire need. Is this about politics? Is this just about being a wimp when it comes to dealing with tough characters? He's had a history of being a wimp. And how dangerous is this? I contend this is the wrong time to shake and shiver. Because guess what? They are here already in this country, and they will smell even more weakness from this president. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Tony, line one. Tony, your thoughts. Hi, Rita. Uh, so I always look at everything that's happening all at the same time. And right now, there's quite a a a lot of happening. Joe Biden and his son are both in the spotlight. And we know from Joe Biden's history that when he gets irritated, he's capable of anything. We've seen how he interacted with Ukraine, anyone who spent time observing him in the past. We've also seen, and I could say in 1982, when he had to deal with Menachem Begin, 
at a foreign relations committee when he was a senator, he was ruthless. And Menachem Begum told him off and told him, we don't need you. And we could take care of Israel with or without you. And personally, I think Netanyahu ought to just tell Joe Biden to go you know where and take care of Israel. Because right now, internally, we are dealing with a president, Rita, who we know is in bed with Iran, who's funded this war. So I don't think this president gives a hoot about how this war turns out. He has a mean streak, and we're seeing it. We have hostages there. That's the first thing I thought about. And the Gaza tunnels haven't been cleared. What kind of a animal would leave and even threaten? I feel like they're using psychological warfare on us. I don't like it. I don't like how he's treating the American people. One message from the FBI, and then he says, oh, we're just going to leave. We've had enough of this. And now also the budget's coming up. So we see gas prices fluctuating. There's a lot going on all at the same time, and he's worried about his budget, which is subject to our border. He's just being who he is. He's vengeful and spiteful, and we know how he works. I think Netanyahu ought to just say, we're going to take care of this with or without you, United States, because our country is global. It is not dedicated to the people that live here. It is a different country that we live in. How sad. And, you know, Tony, you're right. If I'm Netanyahu tonight, I'm thinking, uh, you know what, say even if he did back off or whatever, well, then Hamas is going to smell weakness. They already smell weakness when they hear it from the American president. They know there's a schism and they're going to get they're going to come right back at Israel. They've already said they're going to do it. They, You know, when a bad guy says, here's my plans, believe them. And they're saying that they're planning on going back. So, you know, darn well, sadly, they will continue to hammer Israel and they're going to come back with an even bigger vengeance. And so, you know, what choice does Israel have? Because Israel knows that should another attack happen, how can they count, you know, count on Biden to have their back when he's already like folding like a cheap suit so quickly after what has already happened? I mean, I mean, what what? tells you that these people are ruthless more than what happened on October 7th and these horrible things that happened to the women and to the children and everybody, all these innocent civilians at a music festival. And and Biden needs a spine on that. I mean, what more does it take? And he's folding suddenly because of politics or, or just his wimpiness. Uh, that is a dangerous, dangerous place to be. And I contend he is putting us in such an incredibly horrific situation and Israel in a horrific situation if they back off now because he is not going to be there I don't think for them uh down the road I mean if they're if they're folding now he's going to fold even more down the road and that's really scary for the world 1-800-848-9222 1-800-everybody 848-9222 it's the Rita Cosby show This is the Rita Cosby Show. And in the next hour, we are going to be talking about what's happening with the impeachment inquiry. The woman who was sort of at the heart of a lot of the claims by the IRS whistleblowers, well, she testified today 
And also, the White House is coming out swinging, saying, you know, we're focused on the border. That's a laugh. Uh, and also, this is just a waste of time. There should be no focus on the impeachment inquiry. Meantime, as we are talking about a lot of the crazy things that are happening around the world, uh, I had to highlight this Boston mayor who had a, quote, no whites party. It's You can't make it up. She put out an email inviting everybody and then realized that that was a mistake, she said. So she withdrew the email and said, no, this is only for non-whites. So now she had this party last night and everybody said, oh, aren't you, aren't you, you know, uh, criticizing segregation? You know, this is segregationist. This is not a good thing. This is divisive. Said, oh, no, no, no. I apologize for sending out the email. I have no problem with a party that doesn't have any whites. You can't make this up. This is insane. So we're going to talk about this. And she continues to be unapologetic and says that it's a nice thing to do at holidays. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. Meantime, how concerned are you for Israel with this word that President Joe Biden and his team seem to be throwing Israel under the bus uh, criticizing Israel, saying that they have a very limited window to finish their operation against Hamas. Uh, let's go to Joseph, line four. Joseph, your thoughts. Uh, hello, Rita. Yes, I'd like to, uh, first of all, I heard and uh, saw an interview of an Israeli father whose son uh, was in the ID, is in the IDF but lost his life. And he said uh, he was an officer in the IDF for Israel. And they are very careful when they go in, and, and that's more, uh, that becomes more dangerous to the Israeli soldiers. And uh, because they're not doing indiscriminate bombing. If they were, like in World War II, when the Allies bombed Germany indiscriminately, they didn't care. They went right in before the soldiers came on the ground. But the Israeli soldiers are very careful to uh, go in there, but it's more dangerous for them, and they're losing more Israeli soldiers because of it. No, you, you, so, know, what, uh, you know what, Joseph? You are yeah. absolutely correct. Um, you, you are so right because they are being careful. By the way, there was a story that just came out recently too, Joseph, where they got some Hamas, uh, folks, some individuals, terrorists, uh, the Hamas guys, they stripped them. And can you believe this, Joseph? There was some public outcry of what is Israel doing having these guys march in their in their underwear? I think they were having them kneel in their underwear because they had to strip them because many of them were wearing civilian clothes, guising as if they were civilians, uh, checking also for weapons. All I could think about is what did they do to Israel on October 7th? Where was the you know, where's the outcry on that? And yet they're complaining that maybe they're not being nice to the Hamas guys by stripping them down to their skivvies. I say, give me a break. What do you think, Joseph? And Rita, if uh, this president Biden is calling, uh, I mean, mean, this doesn't shock me that he's not supporting Israel. I don't think he was a support from the beginning. But if he's calling for if they're calling his administration for a ceasefire, why don't they call for a ceasefire uh, with Zelensky and Putin? Why don't they go over there and tell them to sit down to the bargaining table? But they were they were going to do that. No, they don't want to do that there. But they want to stop Israel so that uh, Hamas can regroup themselves, reinforce themselves. And, of course, they're powered by, by Iran. And behind Iran is the uh, CCP. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. That's a great analogy because how dare he say it to Israel? He's not saying it to others, as you point out. 
And he shouldn't be telling Israel what to do.